escape from the Death Star. That thing's operational. Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Captain. I'm always angry. Hello and welcome to episode 139 of The Usual Podcast, a podcast where we discuss Star Wars The Old Republic, the Star Wars franchise, and geek and pop culture. I'm your host, Marshall, and with me, filling in for Will for the foreseeable future, is my awesome drinking buddy and co-host, Mr. John Skeen. What's up, buddy? How you doing? I'm doing great, man. How are you doing? I'm doing good, man. I'm glad we got this worked out. We were supposed to do it the other day, and it didn't, but here we are, and it's Thursday, and we're right on time. It is Thursday, on time. <laughs> everything's everything's perfect. Yeah, everything's the way it should be, right? It's working, yep. <laughs> Speaking of the way it should be, we're sitting here enjoying our usual frosty beverages. What are you drinking, man? Uh, tonight I have, uh, from Quaff On Brewing Company, out of Bloomington, Indiana, a uh, six-foot blonde. It's uh, just a basic uh, American blonde ale, so let's see if I can get the little... There we go, logo. So it's got a, imagine that, a six-foot blonde girl on it. <laughs> So, but it is, it's quite tasty. nice, dude. Yeah, it's the first time I've had it, but it's really good. How about you? What nice. are you drinking tonight? I am drinking. Uh, I think I had this the other day, but I can't remember. It's a Scorpion Bowl IPA from Stone Brewing Company, and the reason I'm doing this one tonight, I got this at my local, the Safeway. Um, I picked it up. It was not only because it was on sale, but also because of San Diego Comic Con news. I've got later in the show. Um, they're out of San Diego, so I thought that was fitting. So absolutely. It's absolutely. delicious, man. I'm liking these kind of things. So anyway, what were you saying? Speaking of beers. Oh, I was going to say, speaking of beer, um, turns out that uh, one of your favorites I've sent to you a couple of times just got released. So you'll be getting some uh, all right, all right, all right here uh, very soon. I love that, so, dude. I yeah. love I love Rise, man. Like um, Hop Rod Rise, one of my favorites. And the one you've been sending is great. So um, I'll take it. I, I don't say no to, to good beer. Never, ever. <laughs> All right, man. So before we get started, if you have comments or questions, you can find us at usualpodcast.com. Email us at the usual podcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google Plus, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. And Mr. John Skeen is at, I don't know. What do you want to do? Do you want to do it at I am not Will Griggs or yeah, at John Will R. Skeen? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so the fake account will be I am not Will Griggs. <laughs> Uh, but if you it. really want to get a hold of me, hit me up at, at John R. Skeen. Dude, I love that you did that. Like I was telling you earlier, John, uh, Will got all confused. And he's like, who's this guy? Who's this? And I was like, oh, that's Skeen. He's messing with you. So it's great. Um, <laughs> well, I just so, wanted to make sure. I wanted to make it as clear as possible. I'm not Will Griggs. I will and you are not. But ever it's be great as good have. as him on a podcast. But I will do my best. <laughs> Uh, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. So we're also on iTunes, Stitch Radio, Google Play. So uh, like us, share us, and tell your friends. Um, we have merch at teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. And we have the timestamps in the show notes. We're going to kind of, this is kind of a weird show. Uh, and of course, I brought John in for a weird show. But we're going to do a real quick slow tour, a few Star Wars news. But most of everything we're going to talk about today is going to be E3 related. So if you're thinking of tuning us out early on, um bear with us and uh you know we're gonna talk about all kinds of video games today dude it's gonna be fun absolutely video games i like those yeah we kind of like those things um so thanks everybody who is in the chat room uh throw your questions out there and uh join in and we'll we'll move right along so dude uh shall we talk uh absolutely i'm actually not gonna do the bumpers and um mostly because you can't hear them and it's just awkward silence between us. Uh, so what I am going to do is acknowledge our other drinking buddies, Mr. Uh, Eddie, who I 
vow to get on the show um, sooner rather than later. And Mr. Zen, uh, he is a big contributor around this time of year uh, to help us get to Comic-Con and much appreciated. Thank you, Zen, for all the things you do for the show. And of course, Skeen, you're with us. So I, I thank yeah, you enough. Enough. Yeah. enough is enough. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fight? I'm ready. You do not have to stand against me. Instead, I will share all of this with you if you will only kneel. All right, man. So let's talk about SWOTOR. What did you do this week? Have you been playing? Uh, a little bit. I actually I finished up. Uh, I had started a couple of weeks ago a uh, uh, Sork on the Inquisitor storyline. And I think the last time we had talked, I was having fun going back through that, that storyline because that was the very first one I had done, but I had never done healing or anything like that before. So I wanted to give it a shot and see what that was like. Nice. So I finished off the class storyline on that one. Um, now I'm just going to kind of go into the you know the rest rest of the storyline because i've kind of enjoyed playing that character so i think i'm at like level yeah. 67 or something like that after finishing off the class stories oh, yeah so i'll just keep running with it for a little bit because it's still kind of you know fresh and new and and see what happens from there yeah like i said man i love i love the inquisitor that's my that's my favorite i just i just love that storyline i love the i just i, I don't know for me, if you're a dark side, a lover of the dark side, it works out really well. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and I haven't done much in Tour, sadly. I've been playing a little uh, Elder Scrolls online, but honestly, up until last night, I haven't been really playing anything. Um, end of the school year happened. Um, I'm finally in the summer. I'm going to take a little vacation, and then I'll be back, um, hopefully, to play a little bit uh, in the next few weeks before I go on another vacation. But... I did a few dailies. I logged in. Um, uh, Wog, uh, like I said, I actually I should throw this out there. What's an ops group is on a hiatus for the summer, as we normally do. I don't know if I mentioned this last week or not, but we're on hiatus basically until the summer ends, and in the fall we'll come back. We're going to do some promotions and kind of change how that works. We've been doing it a few years, man, and and really what it comes down to is um, it's not that we're having a hard time getting people. It's more we're trying to figure out what we're about. A lot of people that are joining in are not really beginner ops people. So we need to kind of open it back up to uh, some more beginners and figure that out. Cause that's kind of the whole reason for the, for the group anyway. Yeah. You know? Right. Cause really it's become more a uh, dog. It's a drinking, drinking ops group. And, and that's, and I feel like that's what it should be. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody should be in there drinking, having a good time. But at the same time, we want to make sure people who uh, want to learn the stuff uh, can do it as well. So, uh, we're going to figure it out. We'll give us a month or two to figure that out and, and go from there. So, all right, dude, uh, some news items uh, really quick. Uh, there's an issue with cartel coins and it turns out uh, cartel coins are kind of slow to get into people's accounts. And there was a follow up actually today. And I know I'm going to be behind putting this show out. So this might be old news, but um, it says follow up from Keith says um, some of you posting, you've received your cartel coins. And if you haven't got it, basically, they they feel like they've got them all. But um, if you feel like you have an issue, uh, contact customer service. So that's really what it comes down to. Um, and uh, this is basically the cartel coins you get for being a subscriber um, that you get uh, once a month. So, um, okay. So I, I know you're not a big PVPer, dude. Uh, I know that. I haven't been uh, um, that much as either. But uh, there's a ton of PVP changes coming. So... One of the things um, that they're doing is they put a couple threads out there to get feedback. And so 
based on the feedback, here's some of the changes that the, that are coming um, for the initial run. There's a follow-up to this, which I'll get to in a minute. Again, it won't take us long, but I think this is kind of interesting. So Novara Coast, um, they've done some stuff based off the feedback. So any characters who leave the starting area prior to the match uh, starting will die, which I think is important. I think people should die when they're doing things they're not supposed to do. Right? I agree. I agree. <laughs> or is that extreme? No, I don't, I don't know. think it's extreme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, at least at least when something like that happens, you're at least hurting your team and you're going to tick off your teammates. You know, that are they're in yeah, there. and but, I mean, yeah. you know, God forbid people play by, by the rules. So, um, and then players will no longer be able to cap a point outside the intended twenty meter range, which. Um, oh, it says we're looking at you phase walk in parentheses. So people were exploiting that, it looks like. So if you had phase walk, people were doing that. So that's something. And then Void Star changes characters who attempt to hack through the hangar doors uh, to place a charge from inside the hall hallway will die. Immediate death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And the reason I like reading these is because I just like the ending, you will die. So that makes me that makes me happy. Um, but the big part is um, coming up here is matchmaking changes. And I have a link in the show notes. I'm not going to run through all of this. But people have, over the years have been complaining about how matchmaking goes. Um, and the main thing is uh, all war zones and starfighter queues are now going to be cross-faction. So that'll help. Uh, I know that there are some matches that were, were that all the way. But now they're incorporating everything. So it might be kind of cool for GSF, though, even though I don't think either of us play it too much. But it might be nice to see some the same side, you know, Republican, Imperial, uh, you know, Starfighters. That might be kind of cool. Absolutely. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, I think you you might PvP a little bit more often than I do. Uh, but mm -hmm. after the, the server merges, was, there, was PvP popping more than what it had before? From what I understand, yes, um, but I think they're really working on, and the, I think that was the main uh, thing they were addressing. They wanted to make sure things were popping more often, but then now they're trying to not only that, but work on the fine tuning of the matchmaking part. But um, I think with with that, just that one thing, that will make things pop even more often, which I think I is agree. great too. So more more pops, the better. Um, and let's see, it says unranked war zone queues will now prioritize war zones over arenas, which is cool. That makes mm -hmm. sense, actually, because I don't know, arenas, I, I like arenas, but like they're very stressful. <laughs> I don't know if you ever played for arenas, but they're very stressful. I'm usually the first it's, one to die. <laughs> yeah, it's one thing to go in with a group of eight people and like hang out and maybe not do the objective. But it's another thing to be in a four on four match and be the healer <laughs> you know what i mean and that i think that's a problem um so role balancing there's some stuff in there for that um the main thing and this is probably where i'm going to leave it is matchmaking will never take place uh more than two tanks or healers in the same team in a war zone or one tank or healer in an arena and and this is uh one of the other things that in the follow-up post that comes up which i think is interesting because there were some matches where like if you were randomly against three healers or two healers there's no way you're going to kill any of those people. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so they're trying to, they're trying to work on that, which I think is good. Um, so I think I'm gonna leave it at that. There's more stuff obviously, but since neither of us are, you know, PVP guys, I have some links in the show notes for that. Uh, what else do we want to talk about? Oh, part two. Let's talk about part two. This is a big one. This was just posted a few days ago. Actually. Well, we didn't talk about, uh, Switcher last week, but, Part two of the planned war zone changes for game update 5.9.2. Um, so there's a thread in here. Obviously, you can contribute and 
there's the feedback is there. Um, a lot of it has to do with hut ball and who's carrying the hut ball and the stunt and the uh, slowdown and 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 that kind of thing. So I think that's good. And there's some changes to arenas as well. Um, <laughs> the, the main thing it says there's quite a few places where players can exploit to prevent themselves from dying. We plan to address them and implement ways to penalize those players. So I don't know what these people are doing, but uh, the point is, I, I know it's the point is not to die, but you should also be <laughs> playing the game too, right? <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, but, I, I, I've never quite understood all the the exploits and everything else that happens. It's like just yeah. play the game the way and, it's meant like, to be played. I, I don't know. I've never had a problem with dying, but here we are. Um, <laughs> yeah. So there's a follow up post to that, and I have a link in the show notes too. It has to do with uh, Hinder. And that's the person who has the um, hut ball in hut ball. Uh, there's a debuff called hinder um, and they're making some changes to that. And um, I don't know, man, I, like I said, we're not big PVP guys, but there's a ton of stuff and I'm glad they're addressing this, th- this stuff, honestly, because um, PVP has been, I hate to say neglected uh, in the last year and a half or so, you know, outside of getting another arena or, or, or something here and there. But I mean, there hasn't been any big sweeping changes to PVP, and I and I hope because PVP is actually pretty fun in Zotor. So, yeah, I, you know, one of the things I've noticed. I mean, this is the first MMO that I that I've played, but one of the things I've noticed is it's Bioware or the the creative team kind of goes all in on things. It's never <laughs> just um, you know, it's either all story. Or now we're going to concentrate on operations, right. and now we're going to, you know, it was kind of flashpoints there for a minute, and now it's now we're going to PvP. So yeah. obviously that means you know we're going to go full circle and come back to story. I, you know, I'm not sure what happens there, but it's it's never a little bit of each. It all it's all or nothing. And I think you're right, and I think it has to do with the size of the team, and also so now that we're done with the PvP, uh, with the expansion or you know the the expansion that's coming in the near future that's i think where we come back to story so i like the, and there's some guild improvements coming too which i'm excited about um uh they've talked about in the roadmap so the roadmap's actually kind of nice they're trying to touch everything i think um and with some of the stuff we'll talk about later with anthem and the other things bioware is doing um it's kind of great that they're actually doing what they're doing to be honest with you <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, hey, anytime we're gonna you know make changes or do an expansion, I'm all for it. So. I mean, this game, man. I mean, and that's the thing. Some of us have been playing this game for what over six years, and it's it's uh, it's it's persisted, you know. And I think and I think that's good. And the developers are passionate about it. The players are passionate about it. Um, and I wanted to kind of keep going, you know. I really wanted to keep going, obviously. Um, so you know, anything they can do. I think it's important and they, and they got to touch and, you know, whether that it takes them a year and a half to come back to PVP, knowing that they'll come back to the, to that stuff is important, I think. So, all right, man. So anything else on SWOTOR? Not for me. I know I, I, I glossed over a lot of that cause I, I really want to get to some of this gaming stuff cause I'm excited about it. So, um, <laughs> I call me biased, but I put the show together so I can do what I want. So let's it, get it to, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get to star Wars, man. I was raised to do one thing, but I've got nothing to fight for. Nothing will stand in our way. I will finish what you started. 
the cool thing is uh, you have something at the top. Let's talk about this. What do you got? Okay. Okay. So interesting thing that happened at work um, two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just kind of tied it into the Star Wars community. Um, I, I do basically I'm kind of a franchise business consultant for different franchises that we have with, within our group. So every now and then we rotate stores that we're, we're taking. So I'm going into a new store and, um, the previous person, the coworker of mine had problems connecting with okay. the ownership group there. So I, I go in and I, you know, we sit down at the table. So I'm with my coworker and we're, you know, explaining the transition and the changeover, pull out my laptop and the girl that's one of the co-owners starts talking to me right away. Uh, and we start talking about Star Wars. And she's like, oh, you like Star oh. Wars? So we end up having like a 45-minute conversation. And I can, Are you serious? Yeah, so, it, <laughs> so it's a lot of fun, right? So I, I'm watching my coworker, and I'm, I, I'm not dogging him at all, but just like eyes big, like what the heck is going on here? Yeah, It's like the glossy stare, like what are we doing? Yeah, what, what, what's, <laughs> what's happening? So <laughs> anyways, we, we finish up with the uh, – conversation and you know walk out of there and basically this girl and i are you know new best friends whatever you know so nice. we we walk out in the parking lot we're getting ready to leave and he's he's like what the hell just happened in there i don't understand <laughs> you know how he goes she just talked to you more than she talked to me in like a full year i don't get what <laughs> i'm like dude you remember like on the back of my laptop i've got this vinyl cutout that my wife made with her cricket machine that's a darth vader mask I said, all I had to oh, wow. I said, you guys made fun of me in meetings for like six months because I had that Darth Vader mask on the back of my laptop. <laughs> well, guess what she saw? <laughs> she saw that Darth Vader mask and we instantly connected. Of I course. Said, That's my community. That's where I hang out. And so it was immediately we had a connection. He's like, yeah, like those are my yeah, people. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, unbelievable. <laughs> you know? So I just thought it was kind of fun. Wow. It's like, you know, Star Wars, right? it can bring people together. Dude, that's great. I love it. And that's and that's the thing. I, I like I said, I've been working um you know, I work my second job and I'm always wearing some geeky t shirt of some sort and and the amount of regulars at, at the pizza pub I work at um that I've known for, you know, over ten years that are Star Wars geeks that I didn't know about until I started working there was actually kinda cool. So I've been having some random conversations about Star Wars stuff too, which is kinda nice. There's some divisiveness, believe it or not, over over some of the more recent films. I know that's crazy, but in our in the Star Wars community? <laughs> no. I know. It's unheard of hey, almost, right? right? <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Speaking of divisiveness, that's a good segue. Um let's let's jump over. I have this weird story from Nerdist uh from uh from Nerdist talking about George Lucas and what his sequel trilogy would have been. So it turns out George Lucas says, he says, the next three Star Wars films, we're going to get um, uh, a microbiotic world. There's this world of creatures that operate differently than we do. I call them the wills. And the wills are the ones who actually control the universe. They feed off the force. So if I'd held on to the company, I could have done it. And then it would have been done. Of course, a lot of the fans would have hated it, just like they did the Phantom Menace and everything. But at least the whole story from beginning to end would be told. So what the heck? So he would have, and obviously they touch on this. We hear about the guardians of the wills uh, with uh, rogue one as well. So I just thought that was kind of interesting. That just popped up uh, yesterday. So, right. And I, I tell you, I'm, I'm not one of those people that, that um, 
dislike the prequels. I actually enjoyed them. Maybe it was because it was Me too. Star Wars things that you know had come out in a long time. But I, oh, I, yeah. I thought the stories were good. You know, I, I, a lot of people don't like them. I don't quite understand it. But hey, to each their own. Well, and I'm with you, man. And I, and I, it would have been interesting to see had George Lucas not given up, not given up. I mean, I guess that's not the right ex- uh, way to put it. But had decided to call it. Well, oh, that's the same thing had decided to sell the franchise. Um, it would have been interesting to see where he would have went. I, I honestly think he would have got someone else to uh, write them and direct them. But I think it would have been nice to kind of see what he wanted the bigger picture to be f- going forward. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and I think you get a taste of that with Rogue One and and the comments on here, basically. Like, yeah, so, you know, Guardians of the Wills is something that we, we see in Rogue One. Obviously, we have um, the two characters that are in the story. But at the same time, um, I don't know. It, it would have been interesting. I think had he gotten less flack about the prequels, I think that would have helped. But I actually, again, I like the prequels as well. Um, uh, I think my only, the least, the thing I don't like about the prequels, honestly, is some of the dialogue in the middle of episode two. Other than that, I'm mm. kind of good. Nope. <laughs> Just the the love the love stuff was yeah. a little weird, but that's something else. But it is what it is. Um. All right. Anything else about old Mr. Lucas? We haven't talked about him in a while. Nope. Okay, so there's some rumors. I don't know if you've heard any about this, but uh, some rumors about uh, Kevin Feige. I'm going to make sure that uh, this site is muted. Um, Kevin Feige uh, was supposed to replace Kathleen Kennedy. Um, And again, it was a rumor, and it's been refuted as of a couple days ago. And I think this comes on the heels of Han Solo and it not getting, not making all the money as the other movies did. Um, and people calling it a failure and whatever else. Um, you haven't seen it yet, so I don't want to talk spoilers, no, right? No, you haven't seen no, it yet? Like I said, you, you can ridicule me on okay. it, though. That's fine. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to pull your geek card yet, but if, if we get together between if we get no, together next no, week plan, and you haven't seen it, to, then I'll, is, I'll ridicule you. Tomorrow or definitely by <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> I'm messing with you. We're not going to get together soon anyway, so uh, it'll be a, it'll there, be a week okay. and a half. You got a week and a half, okay? Um, but anyway, so on the heels of that, obviously, you know, not getting making as much money as everybody thought it was going to or whatever else under the sun, people were saying, OK, maybe Kathleen Kennedy's not the person to head this whole thing, you know. Um, and there were some rumors out there about Kevin Feige, obviously, who is leading Marvel um, to take over. But that has been refuted. Um, it's not a thing um, which I'm cool with. I don't think that. Honestly, I don't think Kathleen Kennedy is going to go away that easily and quickly. You know what I mean? Um, they have a lot of stuff planned. So I don't know. What, what do you think? It, okay. So the biggest thing is I think that, you know, call it, I don't think it's burnout necessarily, but you you release yeah. two Star Wars movies within six months of each other. It's not, And mm-hmm. especially with these spinoffs, not every one of them is going to be a home run. It's just not going to happen. And it's not like right. it's not making money. It's made money. So it actually has been and I have a story later. It's been beating Deadpool, yeah. too, which is a great yeah, film. So, yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I don't quite understand. I don't know. I, I, I guess, you know, it, it's the Internet internet it's the age of out you know age of outrage we have to be outraged about everything and you know people need to be fired or changes need to happen it's like sometimes you just gotta step back and look look at what things really are because if you compare solo to probably you know another 100 movies that are released this this year it's going to do better than those other 100 movies it's still made a ton of money right um you know like i said i haven't seen it so i don't know about the story but yeah you know i i just think there might be 
a little bit of burnout and you know a year and a half from now and when the next uh you know when episode nine comes out we'll all be happy again so <laughs> just roll with it right and i think that i think that's the other um factor i didn't mention was one you know um well there's two things one the fact that those two movies came out last jedi and han solo came out so close to each other but at the same time uh last jedi was really divisive you know people either loved it or kind of hated it right and then um they are talking about you know star wars fatigue and i don't know uh, i'm curious do you think that well maybe i'll ask you next week when we talk about it but after you see solo but do you think that we need and we are going to have a year and a half between now and episode nine so we will have a little time but do we need more time should they do a movie every other year instead of every year i mean are they um are they trying to ride the I don't know. Star Wars bandwagon is a bad metaphor, but uh, they're trying to ride that too hard. Um, Kathleen Kennedy and and the crew. What do you think? I, I think possibly they have. Yeah. Um, I know for myself with the the last three movies that have coming out have come out between seven, Rogue One, and eight. They all came out at about that one year mark, you know, from each other. You know, about a week mm-hmm. before Christmas or two weeks before Christmas, and that was perfect. You know, it's enough time to build up anticipation to the film or, you know, you know, any prequel books that might come along with it and kind of build the anticipation. And then you're ready to go see it and you see it within the first couple of days. Um, right. But even though, yeah, you know, for a Star Wars movie, for me to be, you know, two weeks after release and not see it, you know, it might say a little something um, about, well, I know something else is coming. You know, it's going to be there. And, you know, eh, a year and a half. I was but- actually surprised. <laughs> I'm with you. I was surprised you hadn't seen it yet, but I, I, I try to see things on opening night just because that's the way I am and I'm and I'm trying to do reaction shows and stuff like that. But if I didn't have the podcast, I don't know if I would have I, – I, I probably still would have gone, but I think every six months is too is obviously too soon. Mm-hmm. Every year was kind of nice, and the, the, the December thing was kind of cool, like you said, because – you know, I had some time off and it was just kind of a tradition we had. And then now throwing Han Solo in May and it's like, okay, now what are we doing? You know, Right. Yep. It's a little bit disruptive. Plus there's, a, and this summer there's so many good movies coming out. It's, you know, everything's sure. compacted together. So, well, you know, hopefully they'll, they'll learn from it and, you know, give it at least a year between each release from now on. Yeah, totally. Um, so on that note, uh, you well listeners you have not heard our reaction show to han solo yet you would have heard it if you're listening to this episode you would have heard it by now um but definitely check it out it's actually the official episode 130 uh 138 um which will come out i don't know as i'm recording this it'll come out but it is what it is but that's will and i talking that's the last time you're gonna hear will's voice for a little bit if you're just tuning in uh mr skeen is gonna join me for the summer which i'm stoked about um so we'll try to record as regularly as possible but um you know we have vacations planned and lives and stuff but i don't want to put the show on hold all summer while will's gone and um skeen has been a longtime friend of the show and an awesome dude so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna keep going man it's gonna be good so next week you're gonna have seen solo and we're going to talk about it. And um, and so actually it works out well because reaction show, this show, and then us talking about it, that'll be about a month. That'll be good. I think that's good. Yeah. Uh, anything else to say about that? I already talked about, um, although there has been some flack about Solo, it is staying ahead of Deadpool 2, which did you see Deadpool 2? I did. I did. Loved it. How about you? <laughs> I loved it too. I love that movie, dude. I, I don't know. Will and I were kind of divided on it. Uh, I, so, I liked 
I kind of like the second one better. Only, only in that, um, I, I honestly, I, I don't know really why I liked it better. I liked it better mostly because it was just, you already knew what you were going to get and you got a lot more. The fourth wall breaking was good. There was a ton of other stuff, um, that I just really liked the humor in it. It was a little, I feel like it was a little quicker, um, and a lot of more, um, uh, subtlety, subtle jokes between characters, mm-hmm. which I liked. So no, I don't I know. I really liked it. Well, and I, I think one of the advantages when you get to, you know, number two, number three, number four, whatever through a series is you don't, you don't have to spend time with the origin anymore. Um, right. Where with the first episode, the first hour was a origin. So exactly. You, know, you can just go straight to action and the funnies. And I thought of, you know, I thought it was just as funny, if not actually funnier than the first one. Um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think honestly, I think of the story, was probably better in the first one only because you did get the origin. But as far as humor goes, and as a reader of the Deadpool comics, the, the, I feel like number two is a lot closer to what the comics are in that, um, all the stuff between the characters and just, I don't, I don't know. I just, I, I really liked the second one. Um, and the fact that they kind of hit you in the beginning with, uh, spoilers, uh, three, two, one spoilers, 30 seconds. If you're listening, um, you know, killing his girlfriend in the beginning, I think really was exactly what Deadpool is. He reacts from tragedy, you know, and that is just something that is inherent in the character. And I think they did a really good job mm-hmm. with that. And I, I thought they did a good job going back to uh, previous things that worked and actually made them just as funny, if not funnier, like with the baby legs and, you know, it's like just, just, yeah. like, <laughs> just like the hands from before. It was like, okay. Exactly. And not only that, but that, that relationship with Colossus, I think is, is hilarious. It's just like that. Um, I don't know. I just, I really, uh, what do they call the, you have the straight man and the, and the com- comedy relief. It's just that, that whole dynamic was just absolutely brilliant. I just yeah, think geek, they did a really good job with that. Geek side story with Colossus. So. so, you know, here's, here's, here, here's the thing from my past, yeah. the, <laughs> you know, my shame growing up <laughs> when I first started reading X-Men comics, Colossus was my favorite character. I loved that character. Now I look back on it and go, why in the hell yeah. do I like that character that much? <laughs> But, you know, it's funny because Colossus is very much like a Superman type character. You know, he's all good. He um, he uses strength for good and wants to keep people on the up and up. And pairing him with someone like Deadpool is like such um, such a reach. It works so well on the screen. I, I just think they did a really good job with that. I thought that was fun. A good odd couple situation. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um all right, man. So we talked to, Oh, we talked about a lot of stuff. Deadpool. That's good. Um, all right. So we're in star Wars still. That's good. We didn't tangent. Yeah. Well, uh, no, no, uh, trust me. <laughs> I like tangenting. <laughs> uh, so let's see. So we're starting to get into some of our E3 stuff, uh, for star Wars. So we have a lightsaber powered beat saber game and that's coming to PlayStation VR. I don't even know what this means, but I did take a look at it and I think this is really, Interesting. Hold on one second. Let me, I'm going to see if I can do this in a sane way to where I don't have to reposition things. Hold on one second here. Let's check this out. Okay. So I didn't warn you. Um, I'm going to play this really quick and uh, you'll be on a delay. You'll have to watch on your other screen, but, uh, but I'm curious to see what you think of this. It's a beat game, like a music game, but it's apparently it's pretty popular, but it's coming to PSVR. So 
I'm going to play it and then uh, let me know what you think. That looks awesome. <laughs> so I'll tell you what, I'm a big fan of like, uh, uh, you know, Guitar Hero and Rock Band and stuff like that. This looks, and I, what I've heard is this is addicting as all get out. Yeah, it. you know what it kind of looked like to me is, uh, oh, what's that game? Uh, Fruit, Fruit Ninja? We had to yeah. slice the thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah we had to yeah. slice the, the fruit in half and stuff, but with a lightsaber, which obviously makes it much cooler. But it's yeah. to a beat, man. And that's what's <laughs> yeah, important. No, that looks like fun. <laughs> that looks cool. So that's um, part of the Star Wars E3 news we've got. Um, that, I, I don't remember when that's coming out. I should look. Uh, but it's coming to PlayStation VR. Um, that was one of the things uh, announced. There's also going to be a Clone Wars expansion. Hmm for um for battlefront 2 and i don't know if you're playing battlefront 2 or not no. i know i'm not um but i think having a clone wars expansion is really interesting um i think that's just going to kind of open it up for some of the other stuff coming down as well um you know i don't know i i it, it looks like what does it say it says uh it says clone wars uh it's going to make its debut this year and uh, it's going to start on the Battle of Geonosis. Um, yeah. And you're going to have uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin and Grievous and all that kind of stuff. So I don't know, man. No, it looks pretty cool. My, my son uh, plays plays Battlefront. Um, so, yeah. So oh, I'll have to show this to him and see what he thinks. Nice. Well, let me know next week. Uh, so on that note, I think this is actually pretty cool. EA also announced Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. Okay. Now this is, I'm curious to see what you think about this. So let me get to the top of this. So it says during, uh, during E3, it said game details weren't revealed too much, but it says um, it's going to be kind of dark. And it's going to say, where's the line I'm looking for? So it's from Respawn, the people that did Titanfall, and it says no specific release date, um, and there's no trailer or teaser footage, so there's really nothing about it yet, Um, but it sounds like um, there was something... Oh, that's it. There it is. The game will take place between episode three and four, and the time when the Jedi are being hunted. I like that. So I like the idea of kind of hunting Jedi. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I've got it with you. (laughs) That makes me so happy, dude. What if, what if I get to hunt Jedi? I mean, that, I mean, come on, that's, oh, that's gonna be great. So I I don't know, man, I'm, we'll, we'll kind of keep an eye on that one. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. um, And that is going to come from EA. Uh, And again, no release date, no trailer, no nothing cool, but you know, yeah. Yeah, it says it they haven't actually is. even confirmed the platforms yet. No, so. they're very, very early on. Um, and because uh, <laughs> I just thought this was funny, um, because I like shoes and I used to, I work in retail. Check these out. So these are uh, Kylo Ren sneakers. <laughs> they got announced at the beginning of the of the the month. Uh, I guess the company is called Pozu. Um, but anyway, kind of cool. I just thought those were kind of cool. I don't know how much they'd be, but I don't like high tops very much, but I think it's a very subtle kind of Star Wars uh, meets, I don't know, grungy kind of style. So I think that was kind of cool. So, so, so can you wear, can you wear them with your shirt? Yeah, off? Let's uh, let's go with that. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and it's important to wear it with your shirt off so that um, anybody knows that you are intimidating 
or <laughs> or let's just go with shirtless. How about that? <laughs> yeah, just shirtless. <laughs> oh, that's good, dude. All right, man. So let's get into the last section, and we got a ton here, but um, we're gonna get into the usual roundup, and mostly it's E3 stuff. So I can't imagine any kind of future where I'm a hero. Well, you're not. In the future, none of you are heroes. You're legends. The first few things uh, are just general things, but uh, it looks like J.J. Abrams is going to launch a new game company. I don't know how you feel about this. Well, if he can make if he can make games like he makes movies, I'll be fine with that. Yeah, no, and it's going to be called Bad Robot Games, surprisingly. Um, and it says, per the Hollywood Reporter, it says Bad Robot uh, is entered a relationship with uh, Tencent, which I'm not familiar with. I think it's a, Ten- yeah, it's a game company, I guess. Um, and they're going to produce original games on the market developed by Abrams and the team at Bad Robot. Uh, Warner Brothers might be involved as well, so who knows what kind of third-party kind of stuff might come through there as well, but I think this would be kind of cool. Um, it says, partner with well-known game developers to create both large-scale and indie titles for mobile, PC, and console games. So, it's kind of cool, man. I like Abrams. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, yeah me too. <laughs> we, we're we're kind of fans, right? Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just a little bit. Uh, and the sad news for me out of this E3 stuff, uh, in re- in regards to EA, uh, sorry, in regards to Bioware, I guess, is that Mass Effect and Dragon Age are kind of on hold. Um, from what I understand, they're going to come to they're going to come back to it at some point. But with Anthem and all this other stuff, which we're going to talk about in a little bit, um, they'll get back to it. I have a feeling because of the Andromeda kind of fall uh, fallout um, Dragon Age will come first is kind of what I'm gleaning from the article, but, uh, but we'll see, man. Uh, I don't know. I, I like both those franchises a whole lot. Um, I'm a bigger mass effect fan, but I love Dragon Age. I go back to Dragon Age all the time. So I don't know, man. Um, did you play either mass effect or Dragon Age? No, I haven't. I haven't played either of those. And, and I'm, I'm going to be selfish here and say, you know, not that I'm, glad any game you know is getting put on hiatus but you know, <laughs> consider it came from bioware i'm just glad it wasn't swotor so. no no totally man and and i and i think that's important that uh swotor keeps going i think i don't think unless they have a straight up star wars title to replace it i don't know what fallen uh uh jedi is gonna be but unless they have a straight up game to replace it i don't think swotor is going to go anywhere only in that all the Star Wars movies coming out every year and all the content coming out around Star Wars, they're not going to stop. They have to have a place for people to go, you know, and Battlefront 2 is not, in my opinion, not the place. So it's a community involved with Swotor. So I think that's going to continue, hopefully. So Exactly. So you like Dragon Age, though? I love Dragon Age. It's 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 like, I don't know. You, did you ever play KOTOR? Uh, Night's no. Old Republic? No. Um, it's, it's very much like, you have a main character, but then you have this really um, in-depth kind of uh, uh, companion squad with you. Um, and Dragon Age is kind of nice. Origins I liked better because the very first one, because you got to do it tactically. Um, but the other versions of it, you control you control any party member at any time. Um, and it's a single-player game, but the story is amazing. Um, it's really, really good. Dragon Age is great. Um, so definitely check it out, dude. Yeah, I, I may ch- I may check that out. I, I, I've checked out Destiny and it's okay, but I think yeah, Dragon Age maybe that that might be a little bit better one for me. Oh, good, you've played Destiny. I might ask you about that in a little bit. So okay, 
Uh, all right, so let's get to Nintendo. Nintendo's uh, press conference daily thing was, I think, yesterday. Um, the main things I got from that, um, and you actually brought it up to me earlier, is that this linking switches thing uh, mm-hmm. with Mario Party. Uh, what did you think of that? I think it's pretty cool. I mean, have you played on a Switch before? Have you? I haven't. One? I have a lot of students that have them, um, and they bring them into the classroom. It's so cool to be able to like just bring your console wherever. I, I love mm-hmm. the idea of it. I'm actually thinking about this Christmas picking one up. I think the kids would really get a kick out of it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's pretty cool because it just goes in this little tiny slot when you want to play it on the TV, and you just pull it yeah. out of there and put the controllers on the side, and away you go. It's like yeah, that's, it's crazy. Yeah, it's pretty ingenious. Um, the, the the thing I like about Nintendo is they've always been ahead of the curve with stuff like that. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. But, so but sorry, I could no, 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 you're fine. Yeah, but being able to put them together like that is pretty cool. You know, which uh, I think if that takes off, you'll see you know more games kind of doing the that type of thing. Yeah, so what we're talking about, because um, we haven't really said it, is if you have more than one Switch, if you're playing something like Mario Party and you have four people, so you put the two screens next to each other and link them, it looked like from the trailer, just like a little swipe of the hand. Um, and I'm sorry, I don't have the trailer up. I, I didn't get the link in here, but you link them together and you can go like travel from one screen to the other and it's all linked together. I thought that was really cool. And you can kind of configure it any way you want, depending on the game. I think that's pretty neat. So yeah, and I totally missed your cue that you wanted me to talk about that. So <laughs> oh no, you're good, dude. You're good. No worries. <laughs> Not it. No, we're fine. Dude. Um, and then also, there's a huge announcement with Super Smash Brothers apparently, um, and uh, they're having all the things like every franchise ever apparently. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be great. Yeah, that looked really cool. <laughs> um, and I love Smash Brothers. You know, it's funny. I I've actually been listening to this kind of. Uh, offbeat podcast it's, it's actually if you heard the pod, um, podcast company called wondry before Mm-mm. so um, no. one of their one of their podcasts it's called business wars and um they've done like you know nike versus adidas um yeah oh i like yeah, stuff like uh, that beats versus sony that kind of thing but uh their last okay. one that they just finished up was nintendo versus playstation and it literally starts Ooh. back in the mid 80s um and then goes up to current day and just you know how they've tried to outdo each other and how they you know kind of put sega out of business originally and just the pricing war oh yeah i remember those else. days but it was always <laughs> like all their big announcements were always at these shows you know like e3 so when it comes out you know like that's the the moment for the for the gaming industry it's like oh who's gonna outdo who this week but you know just kind of you know if you're interested in that kind of thing you know it's wondery but it's called business wars is the name of the podcast it's pretty cool nice and i think it's interesting you said that because with xbox it turns out like okay so (sighs) xbox was it xbox no it wasn't xbox it was um playstation i can't remember but somebody was uh hands down voted like just the worst panel actually it might have been it was an you know what? Actually, it was EA. Actually, EA. Okay. EA. EA got like the worst panel ever. I think I have it somewhere in here. Um, yeah, worst press conference uh, ever. Uh, so it's it's interesting because I remember those days uh, Xbox versus PlayStation, and you know some of my friends played PlayStation. I was always an Xbox guy, but you know I was also always a Nike guy, and you know it's just, it's just one of those things. So it'd be interesting to kind of uh, hear that conversation. I might have to check that out, dude. Um, Okay, so 
Xbox. Speaking of Xbox, yeah, see, segue. Yeah, right. Uh, so there's some there's some stuff here. I'm not going to play all of this stuff. Uh, there's a couple I I really want to, um, but it looks like there's a new Xbox currently in development, uh, which actually was kind of surprising. I feel like that was the only one announced that uh, they were actually working on a, on their next console. I think they're trying to beat out PlayStation. Um, I think PlayStation 5 is in the works too, but it says, in other words, Microsoft um, is trying to one-up the PlayStation 5 in power. Um, so that's kind of what they're working on right now. Um, I'm yet to buy a next-gen console, and by the time these come out, I'll be two back. So here we are. Well, you just wait for the <laughs> next one, and then you'll be current. Yeah. I think that's time. I think I'm just going to do that. I, you know, I might get a Switch, though, because I, like I said, I think that'd be cool. Um, all right, man. So Crackdown. Did you ever play Crackdown? No. Okay, so I'm not even going to bother with that. Uh, there was a cool, there was a Crackdown 3 trailer. I've played both Crackdowns. Um, Crackdown 2 came out a long time ago, actually. And it wasn't even on, I guess it was Xbox 360. Um, but uh, yeah, it's been out a while. I have a link in the show notes to that. Um, but I do want to play the Halo one because I love Halo. So here we are. I haven't um, bought the last, I think I'm a Halo back, if that's even a thing. Can I be a Halo back? A halo back? Is that like a holler back? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There we go. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna play this one real quick, uh, and we'll check this out because I love Halo. Dynamite graphics. Right? Wow, that looks pretty interesting. I might actually play that game. What's interesting though, man, is that uh Halo for me was like my favorite shooter for a long, long time. I played Halo 2, Halo 3, Halo Reach. Um the only one I didn't play a lot of was Halo 4. Halo 5, I think, came out. Now we have Halo Infinite. So I don't know. I, I just, I kind of fell out of shooters, but I love the world and I love the stories. I read some of the books. Um, it's just a really, a really neat world. Uh, so I'm, I'm hoping that that goes well because I, I like that. Now, is that an MMO as well? Just no, a it's a okay. shooter. Um, yeah. Uh, but the story is always so good with Halo, dude. Um, so if you only want to buy it for the, uh, for the solo story, you know, the multiplayer has been really rich for a long time. Um, they actually had a really good uh, multi-map, multiplayer map builder that they came out with years ago called uh, Forge, which was really cool. Um, so, yeah, man, I, I like I said, I'm a Halo. I, I loved Halo and I used to have friends over. We did Halo land parties and stuff like that. I just I just loved it. But that's why I wanted to check out the trailer. Just I mean, I knew there wasn't going to be anything more than that, but it's just it's just kind of cool. No, it looks cool. Um, yeah. Uh, did you ever play Kingdom Hearts? Yeah, I th- I played the first one that came okay. out. Okay, yeah, I, and, um, and it, I I actually played it with my oldest son some, and I really liked it. But I'm I also love Disney stuff, so it was kind of a, you know, I I enjoyed the uh, the gameplay and just the idea that it was Disney characters that you were playing with. Um, how right. About you? No, yeah, I played the first one a little bit. I love the idea. I'm a big Final Fantasy guy, and I love that. A Final Fantasy character was kind of at the forefront of it. Um, I'm not going to show this trailer because it's a few minutes long, um, but there is a link in the show notes to it. I really want to play Kingdom Hearts. I just really do. I just never do. <laughs> if that makes any no, sense. <laughs> no, it does. Well, look, here's a, you know, we, we spend a lot of time adulting. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> and working. And, it's the you know, adulting getting so much away. time in the day. <laughs> Yeah, there's only so much time today, you know. So, uh, you know, it, 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 it has to be good to to make the hit list. So, exactly. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I'm excited. Now, is this just going to be on Xbox or is it going to be on other platforms? Um, I, you know, I'm not sure. It was. Um, that's a good, good question. I know it was on PlayStation exclusively for a long time, and now it's saying. Let me look here. It was during Microsoft Xbox. It was during briefing. the Xbox thing, yeah. Official PlayStation blog. Maybe I'm in the wrong section. Maybe I think it's just a PlayStation thing. No, it, it actually in the article it says during Microsoft's oh, Xbox okay. E3 briefing. So oh yeah, maybe no, you're it's right. Just on Xbox. Huh. Cool. All right. Maybe I'll have to buy an Xbox. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Have an Xbox, a PS4, <laughs> and a Switch. <laughs> uh, the next one has to do with uh, a game that was one of the hardest games, if not one of the the hardest game I've ever played, I feel like, is Battletoads. You ever play Battletoads back on the Super Nintendo? Nope. Oh my god, dude. Okay, so this game is ridiculously difficult, but awesome. Um, basically, it's exactly Toads that kick and punch and stuff. Um, so apparently, we're getting a new Battletoads game in 2019. Uh, I'm not going to show the trailer thing because it is basically from the briefing. So it's not an official trailer, but it's kind of cool to see that coming back. I'm pretty excited about it, only in that... Um, Battletoads is, um, I still remember when you pause it, it just had this very distinct um, music. It was like, and it was like this really just, I don't know. It's, it's, I, I'll never be able to do it. I'll have to pull it up if I'm going to do it. But uh, so, so am I so, reading this correct that the characters are Zitz, Rash, and Pimple? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. All right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the game is, is un- unbelievably addictive, fun. And really difficult. At least the first one was. I don't know how hard this one will be, but there was one level where you had to like ride these little hover bike things down a. It's a side scroller, and you're going down a thing, and one mistake, one mistake, you had to start all the way over. It was the most furious, frustrating <laughs> game, but um, but just amazing. So, um, so I want to actually. I don't know how long this is. I don't remember, but I kind of want to play this only in that it's a. Going along with the times and where we're at right now. Um, oh, yeah, I'm not going to play four-minute one. But, okay, so did you ever play Gears of War? No. I'm, I'm terrible. I tell okay. you, most so, of, I, I'll, I'll get my background, like, on most of, the, like, the older video games. I played a ton of sports games, especially uh, baseball and football games, Gran Turismo, those yeah, kind yeah. of things. So uh, you, that's where, like, my... I love Grand Yeah, Turismo. that's where like my old <laughs> background on games came from. I just kind of stuck to the sports nice. type stuff, but then kind of switched over as time went along. Yeah, no worries. So Gears of War, um, I actually started, um, uh, was the name Cliff Blazinski, uh, was the guy who started Epic Games way back in the day who started with Gears of War. And this was another one of those franchises I followed from the beginning. I played the first few. I didn't play four, um, and this is five. Uh, but there's a female lead this time and I have a link in the show notes uh, that talks about, you know, kind of the internet reacting to it. Um, the trailers for this um, are really, really cool. Um, the game in, uh, engine's cool. This, the, uh, just like Halo, the story, the world is really rich. So if you're ever interested in checking out Gears of War, it's definitely worth checking out, dude. Um, but uh, people are genuinely stoked about it. Um, I think having a female lead makes sense at this point. Um, there have been female characters, but you're actually playing the female because you play the main character in Gears of War. Um, and, it, and you've always played this kind of big burly dude. Um, so I think it kind of makes sense at this point. So Yeah, actually, you know, kind of it's funny 
we were talking about the female lead. That was actually one of the things that put PlayStation up over Nintendo, according to that that Business Wars podcast, was Tomb Raider, because mm-hmm. they took a chance with Tomb Raider with Lara Croft being the uh, the the lead, um, you know, and yep. having a female. And Nintendo had passed on it, and it turned out to be one of the things that helped. So, you know, I'm all for it. And I loved Tomb Raider back in the day. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, man. So that's Xbox. Uh, let's get to PlayStation. The, speaking of female leads, okay, um, I'm not going to play this whole thing. And in fact, well, let me just, I'm going to do this. The beginning of this is so freaking nuts. This is an 11-minute deal. I'm not going to play 11 minutes of it. I'm just going to play the first, so the first, like, two minutes or so is, like, the story part. And this is The Last of Us, part two. I don't know. I never played the first one. Um, but I'm sure you have you heard of The Last of Us? Yeah, actually, my, my oldest son played it and I saw him playing it for a while. So I'm okay. kind of familiar with it. Yep. Okay, so check this out. This, speaking of female leads, will be interesting. Here we go. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Right? <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to laugh until I, I showed you the last part, but uh yeah. So not only do we get the female lead thing covered and everything else, but um, then throwing in the brutality mm-hmm. of the gameplay, I actually um, hold on. I actually watched that game that that thing live. Everybody in the chat was just like, "What's going on? What's happening? What's happening?" And then like the gameplay, it's very much like um, not Assassin's Creed like, but co- sort of where. Um, she was sneaking around and taking people out and trying to be noticed. And then it flashes back to that dance scene at the end. It was a trip, man. It's a crazy way to start a game. I don't know. I, it makes me want to go back and play the first one just because I've heard the last of us is a great game, but it is it, from what I saw, it was a good game. And I'm, I'm interested in that one too. <laughs> more money, more money, more money. <laughs> no, for sure. It's like, okay, so where can I spend my money today? You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, all right, so let's see. I've already got Kingdom Hearts. Oh, I got that twice. Okay, so it looks like it is gonna come out for PlayStation 2, PlayStation 4. Um there's a I have a Pirates of the Caribbean trailer for that apparently. I wonder how long that is. Give me a sec. Oh, that's kind of long. Um, but anyway, so it looks like it's gonna be out for for both, so that's good. Um, the one I've been leading up to, and I don't know if you play Assassin's Creed, but I Personally, I'm a big fan of Assassin's Creed. My, um, they always do something down at in San Diego for it. I've played, I play and own most of them except for the last one or two. Um, once a game starts coming out every year, I, I have a hard time keeping up. But um, I love the gameplay. I write about assassins. I love assassins, so of course the game appeals to me. But this one uh, takes place in um, ancient Greece, where you're basically a Spartan. So you got to check this shit out, dude. It's going to, this is pretty cool. Hold on. Okay. That looked really cool. I, lo- I love the, right? the trident going I, I, through I, the guy. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I know, right? Uh, I love it. I love it. Oh, yeah, man. Assassin's Creed, the gameplay just, I mean, I hate to say it, but the ways that the myriad of ways you can kill people is just so much fun, dude. So much fun. Um, Speaking of, I don't know if you've ever played any the other ones, but it's definitely worth any Assassin's Creed game is worth it. So good. Yeah, I played some of the the Black Flag. Yeah, with, yeah. With That's the, the only one I meant to pick up um, on PC 
when it came out and there were so many bugs, I ended up returning it and I never bought it again. So I might go back and pick it up uh, before this one comes out. But uh, so Hitman, I don't know if you play the more modern Hitmans, but I watch a lot of, uh, well, there's a, I, you know, me, I listen to a lot of Sans Pants stuff and they, um, they do Let's Plays. And one of the things they play is Hitman a lot. And so I've watched the first one quite a bit. Like they play the game and talk smack about it and stuff. It looks like Hitman 2 is going to be happening in Miami, um, which is going to be kind of cool. Um, I'm excited about it. I I would like to pick up Hitman. It's it's very much the kind of game I like to play. I just don't have time to play them. Right. I understand. <laughs> so maybe maybe one day. <laughs> if we could only get to like 28 um, hours in a day. You know? <laughs> well, yeah. If, just give me three extra hours. Maybe even two. So. Um, Hey, Blay, welcome. Uh, it's sort of uh, I pick E3 stuff and talk about, but we're almost done with E3 stuff. But uh, welcome, dude. Glad you're here. So, dude, uh, so Hitman, um, I already talked about EA's press conference not getting very good uh, press. <laughs> you know, well, it you, is what you it think is. think all that's backlash from the loot box, loot crates from before and people just saved it up? or yeah. They're really having a hard time, man. They're having a hard time kind of clawing their way out of that um, on the heels of, you know, with Mass Effect 3 and and or Andromeda and all that stuff. I mean, EA's having a hard time right now, I think, uh, press-wise. Uh, their games are still selling, but, um, you know, uh, we'll see kind of how they pivot from here. Um, honestly, we'll just kind of stick around and wait. Um, but I kind of strategically put this one in here last before we get to just some geek stuff and before we get out of here. But uh, Anthem is something we've heard a lot about. Um, I don't know how interested you've been in this. This is Bioware's baby where a lot of the resources have been in the last couple years, mm-hmm. I'd say. Um, so I don't know. Any initial thoughts on this before we watch this thing? No, let's watch this trailer. I, wanna, I, wanna, I haven't seen it yet. So that looks cool. Right? Uh, yeah, man. I, I just think... Uh, so you've played Destiny. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Uh, and now Destiny, if I'm not mistaken, is it's an always online deal. Yes. Yeah. You're all. Okay. Yeah. At least I played on the PC. So, yeah, it's okay. always online. And everybody in the game is a uh, what you call it, right? Um, another player, right? Correct. I mean, there's a solo mode to it kind of you know story okay. story mode to it but then once you progress so far pretty much everything you do is you know battles or crusades that they, they okay have. i got you um so the uh, some of the backlash well not backlash but just the logistics of this game i guess it's there's not going to be an offline mode obviously which is very much like what you were just saying and um obviously they're going to do pre-order bonus i have a link in the show notes that i don't really care about that but the main thing um, that people are frustrated with is that if you're a solo player, they're thinking that you won't get as much out of the game as if you want to play with other people. Because everybody in the game, um, any other person you see in these suits is going to be another player, another human person in the world. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I, you know, I <laughs> give the game game a shot first. Yeah. I mean, that's the way I look at it. It's like, I'm not going to be too concerned with it. Cause I'll, I'll definitely, yeah. you know, download it and try the, you know, I don't know if they'll have a free to play mode to start out and see if you like it or not, but, um, 
Well, I'm actually going to try to get into the beta um, just because I think it's interesting. I'd like to, I, I would like to try it out. Um, but for me, um, I don't really care. I always find a way to play solo in a multiplayer setting. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. like, I'm not worried about running into other people in the world. Like I haven't yet to group up with anybody in ESO, but like, you know, I'm just playing the game. I'm learning the game. I'm not, I'm, I'm going, I'm not going out of my way. In fact, I am going out of my way not to, you know, look at guides or anything else. I just want to explore the game as I play. You know what I mean? Explore and figure yeah, exactly. it out. Right? So I don't know. I'm willing to give it a shot. I think I'm a big Bioware fan, uh, obviously. So I'm actually excited about Anthem. I know there's a lot of backlash out there for where they're going with it, but they've already confirmed they're not doing loot boxes. So people don't have to worry about that kind of stuff. But, um, but I am curious to see, um, you know how how it is out the gate, uh, and and honestly, I might pre-order. I haven't bought a game in so long, dude. I the the last game I pre-ordered, I, I I can't even tell you. And I used to pre-order every game I was interested in for for years and years. So um, I still have a couple of my Halo collector things behind me somewhere. So you know what I mean? Like I just I've been I've been doing this stuff for a long time, and and this game I'm I know I'm intrigued enough. Um, Bioware always has an immersive world, so I'm intrigued enough to check it out. I think so. Right. You, you know, the first thing I, I thought of, though, when I when I saw the uh, the suit flying across there, yeah. I was like, oh, look, HK 55s in this game. <laughs> <laughs> nice That's one. Exactly what it looked like. <laughs> it did. You're right. You're right. Um, and do you play d and I used to when I was a teenager, but I haven't played okay. since then. I'm going to gloss over this then because um, I, I I didn't have much to say about it anyway, but there's um, uh, there's a nonfiction bestseller. A D&D book on on the list and um and it has to do with um and I'm actually thinking about picking it up it's called um Mordecai's Tome of Foes um and it's it 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 talks about a lot of the great conflicts in the D&D multiverse so if you're a DM like me and you're looking into trying to expand your world that's something worth checking out I might check it out just cuz I love stuff like that but um I'm a bit of a geek but here we are what (laughs) i know (laughs) news to everyone i am a geek i am gonna say it here right now on this podcast and come right out and say it all right (laughs) it's so funny because what somebody somebody called uh called my my 14 year old son within our family like oh you're kind of nerdy he's like no 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 i'm a geek there's a big difference between nerd and no (laughs) (laughs) i agree man when anybody anybody says oh that's so nerdy i was like no 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 that's geek culture, bro. Yeah, that's don't geek. don't get it. Don't don't get it twisted. All right. Um, all right. So, <laughs> so funny, dude. Uh, all right. So let's let's uh, we're out of E3 stuff. Um, I'm excited about all these games, except I know I won't have any time to play any of them. Um, and it's very sad. But um, but here we are, man. Well, I'll um, hopefully we'll have some more news next week um, about some of this other stuff. Uh, there's always some I don't want to say fallout. Oh, speaking of fallout. Why is Fallout not in here? Did we skip it? Yeah, I thought there was a there's. Oh a shit! Fallout. We totally skipped it. Hold on, that was the Fallout seventy. I know we were yeah. forgetting something that I was excited about. Hold on one second, and that's no, no, no. Okay, so the things I was saying about Anthem, I superimposed onto from Fallout. I don't. I think it's still true with Anthem, but Fallout's what I was really trying to talk about. Hold on a second. I we I almost moved on without talking about Fallout. Are you a Fallout guy, sir? I have seen it. I have not. I love it. I love it. Uh, I love Fallout. I have played all the Fallouts. Um, 
And this, uh, so what I was saying about Anthem, whether it's true or not, um, I might cut some of that out if I find out it's not true. But um, some of the flag for Fallout is exactly what I was saying about how it's kind of going away from just a straight single player game to um, everybody in the world is someone else and that kind of thing, um, which I don't think it's the end all be all. Um, so if you're listening to this and I didn't cut any of it out, all the things I said about Anthem are really what I meant about Fallout, if that makes any sense. So let's watch this trailer. How about that? Sounds good. That looks interesting, too. Uh, uh, that makes me so happy, dude. I got to say, I, I love uh, Fallout. Actually, I've been playing Fallout 4 amongst other things. Um, and I, I don't know, man. And and that's what I was saying earlier about Anthem, which I think is still true for Anthem. But with Fallout, the issue is that it's always been a single player deal and they feel like they're trying to make it almost not an MMO, but just more like you can join up with your friends, you can do this, you can do that, um, or play it solo. But people are feeling like the solo part of Fallout is is going to go away with this. But we'll see. Um I'm I'm really excited about fall about Fallout 76 out of all the stuff and I almost forgot about to talk about it so I guess I was really excited about it. Yeah, Blay is asking when is Fallout 76 going to take place in relation to the rest of the series? Did I not read something that it's a prequel? To the yeah, I think I think it is really early on. I don't I'm not sure where it falls in the storyline, Blade. To be honest with you, man, but I um. Yeah, I, I like that it's taking place in America. I like that it's taking place in obviously West Virginia or whatever. Um, but I think it's going to, from what I understand, it's going to be like four times as large as Fallout 4, which Fallout 4 is huge. Um, and it says, and there was another article I don't have in, in the show notes where it says, well, you're going to have not hundreds or thousands of people kind of in around you, but like dozens. So it's like you can join up with your friends easily but you're not going to be inundated with like an MMO number of people. Does that make sense? Yep, it does. It says, okay, so it's four times the size of Fallout 4 and is a prequel to all the other Fallout games. So Okay, so totally full-on full on prequel. Yeah, um, yeah. good luck, Blay. You have hundreds of hours ahead <laughs> of you if you're starting with one. Um, I personally feel like Fallout 3 was awesome. New Vegas, I think, is my favorite and Fallout 4 is a close second. Um, mostly, I just spent more time in Vegas. I didn't have time to spend in, in Fallout 4, but um, I still have Fallout 4 and go back to it periodically. So um, maybe I'll go back to it before this comes up. So I, I love the Fallout series. Bethesda, from what I understand from E3, before we transitioned fully out of E3, um, had the biggest, um, the biggest showing or the biggest... Um, uh positive feedback i guess i should say the, the best so, reception there yeah best reception exactly um and bethesda is a great company man they're they're they they do some really awesome stuff so i'm really excited to see uh actually i'm gonna open this link up because they did announce a bunch of other stuff and i just want to at least give them a rage to doom eternal prey some vr stuff oh starfield was the other one um oh and elder schools blades that's going to be a um a mobile uh a mobile game that an elder schools mobile game which is supposed to come out i think like next month uh starfield there was really nothing i'm not going to show the trailer um but it's almost that um it's basically bethesda going into space 
So think like, you know, Fallout or uh, whatever in space, which I think, or Elder Scrolls in space, which I think is pretty cool. Uh, I did watch the trailer. Chat. There's, it's just a teaser. There's really not much to it, um, but it's going to be pretty cool. Yeah, Blay, we talked about Nintendo earlier. They're going to have some cool stuff. Um, and also Elder Scrolls 6 was announced um, from Bethesda as well. Uh, and that looks like, um, I'm not sure when that's going to come out, but there was a teaser trailer for that too. I'm not going to play all of it. We're running long right now, but Bethesda I'm is one of my just all-time favorite gaming companies, and I think they are going to have some really good stuff coming up. So. If, if we really wanted to shorten the show, we just should have gone over the stuff we didn't like. <laughs> yeah, it's like, so <laughs> the show's over. So thanks for tuning in. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right, man. So let's uh, let's jump out of E3 stuff and just uh, blaze through the rest of this. And then I have some San Diego stuff to do, and then we're going to get out of here. So uh, we have some Aquaman stuff. Uh, I don't know. I guess we're Aquaman's coming, yes. right? Um, there's supposed to be a trailer soon. I don't think it's happened yet. When I posted this, was, uh, when I made this was a couple of days ago, it hasn't come up yet. So that should happen soon. We'll see. Yeah, I haven't seen it come out yet. <laughs> um, and then let's see. You, you did you put these in here? Yeah. Okay, go uh, for it. All right. So uh, the first one was uh, Jeff Johns mm-hmm. is going to be stepping aside from DC Entertainment. Um, with nothing major there except for um, the Jim Lee, who is another DC person, will be taking over. Um, yeah. You know, there it had nothing to do with the creative content or anything like that. It's just kind of switching things over because he's been in charge of it for about 15 years so uh just putting somebody you know fresh in there but they're literally going from from one really talented writer to another really talented writer so shouldn't you shouldn't see much of an effect but it you know maybe a fresh perspective on things yeah i'm wondering about that i'm wondering if um i don't know there's a lot of speculation out about there out there about what dc needs to do and i'm wondering if this is the beginning of it it could be i mean there there's some things that need to be changed because obviously uh they have not been received well in the movies um so i I thought wonder woman was great but really oh yeah big home runs the way that marvel has so maybe that's just and we have what we have aquaman we have uh Wonder Woman 2, and isn't there one other one slated? Uh, the Flash. The Flash, yeah, okay. So, yeah. All right, so the next one is DC is, um, in about a month, they're going to start their own streaming service. Um, That's soon, huh? Yeah, um, and it's going to include comics. So I'm really, huh. um, I'm sorry, late August of this year, so I'm mean, still a month and a half. Still. Um, so... <laughs> You know, so everything that they do, because they do a lot more than Marvel does as far as, um, you know, like, uh, you know, animation wise, as far as movies are concerned. So it'll be interesting to see what all goes into that. Well, they've got like, yeah, they've got like the Vixen animated series and and they've got a lot of stuff they can put on there. I'm very curious, dude. Like, I, I doubt this is an accident, but they're literally putting this out. What? a few months maybe before Disney puts their streaming right. service into effect. Right. Maybe trying to get you know, be, so, be ahead of the bandwagon before everybody starts jumping out. Yeah. At least get some of that revenue that is going to end up ultimately probably going to Disney. But, um, but it depends on what they have on there. That could be pretty strong, a nice contender right. for I, Disney. You know, I don't know. I, I don't know if it'll just because of the, the, 
the huge catalog Disney's going to have with everything that they've bought up. Right. I, I don't know how it will compete. I hope it does. Don't worry. I hope they're both out there. But, um, you know, we'll see. It, it does say, you know, they currently have four announced live action shows in development, which is uh, Swamp Thing, wow. Titans, Doom Patrol, and Metropolis. So, and then two okay. animated series, which is Young Justice Outsiders, and then the one that could probably be a hit for them is Harley Quinn. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so that's gonna we'll, be big. we'll see what happens. I, I'm anxious to see how this uh, launches and how it goes. Yeah, man. Um, so speaking of anticipating things, I don't think when did I put this in here? Wait, today's Thursday. That the Captain Marvel trailer did not, not drop, right? It, but I've been very, very busy. I last haven't either. Days, so. Hopefully, we're not behind the times. Um, I'm gonna check uh, one source while we're talking. But um, so uh, the the thing I have in here, and I might just cut this out completely, but um is that there might be a Captain Marvel trailer coming soon. Uh, considering um, if you've seen, obviously, Avengers Infinity War, you know, there was uh, in the credit sequence that was alluded to that, you know, that's coming. Uh, so, yeah, I don't see anything on here, but uh, we might be getting that soon. That might be kind of cool, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, maybe, just to see what's going on, I guess. Yeah, so, me too. I guess that's... I, I don't know. Is it weird? Is it weird that I'm looking forward to it a lot? Mostly because I'm not as familiar with the character, but the fact that it's happening in the 80s makes me oh, really yeah, happy. Me too. <laughs> me too. Or is it the 90s? It either way. Either way, 90s, I don't care. It's the 90s, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> it's the 90s, but still, that's fine with me. <laughs> when you grow up in those, when you grow up in those decades, it's like, oh, that's my people. <laughs> that's yeah, my time. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Especially now that that music, right, music is um, considered classic. <laughs> what I listen to. Exactly yeah. right. Could you, can you imagine? Oh my god. I listen to that stuff all the time, man. All the time. Um, so it looks like Leah Thompson is pitching a Howard the Duck reboot Marvel uh to Marvel. Um, I still don't know how they would do this. I mean, obviously at the end of what was it, Guardians mm-hmm. One, you had the little uh Howard the Duck nod, right? And he was in he was captured by the collector, etc. Right. right. Um but uh how do you feel about it? How are the duck reboot? Like the first movie was so bad. <laughs> So bad, just, dude. So, so bad. Let's, let's not, it makes me sad how bad it was. Right? It's like, let's not revisit the, the sadness mm-hmm. that it was. You just move on. But Plus, I mean, if you were associated, because she was part of the first one, if you were associated with something that was so bad the first time, why would you right. want to go back to it a second time? Now, the only reason I'm thinking is, do you think they could make it a, um, if they did a CG character, then maybe it wouldn't be so off-putting because I feel like that man in a rubber suit was weird, man. You know, and obviously they did a kind of CG version of it for that little uh, extra. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I still, it's bad. I don't know. It's just bad. I, I, uh, I can just think of you know 150 other characters I'd rather <laughs> see on the screen than Howard the Duck. <laughs> I hear you. Um, yeah, they could make him a show play. I think you're right. But, um, in the thing here is I think they're talking about a movie, but yeah, uh, a show might be better. Maybe an animated series would be cool too. They get away with that. Um, I don't know. Uh, and the last thing I have in Marvel is cloak and dagger, uh, which got announced, uh, recently. Um, the first two episodes apparently are up on Hulu, which I might check out later this evening. There you go. Um, cause we're almost done. Let, so. let me know what you think. Um, yeah, I will. And so I'll watch that, and you watch Solo, and then we come back next week, and Blay will berate us for watching Neil. All right, fantastic. So. 
All right, man. So the last thing, as I always do, especially this time of year, is talk about San Diego Comic-Con stuff. And I know I've kept you a while tonight, man. So I appreciate you bearing with me. I'm having fun. um, Again, I appreciate you filling in. It's been a lot of fun. Um, I can't believe I almost forgot to talk about Fallout. Oh, my God. Uh, It's embarrassing. All right. So let's talk about um, uh, there's some really cool exclusives that are coming out uh, for Comic-Con this year. I have a link in the show notes to Hasbro and Factory Entertainment. But the one I wanted to throw up in the chat, just because it's so freaking cool looking, is um, a Gwenpool, uh, <laughs> a San Diego Comic-Con Gwenpool animated statue. So I'm just going to throw this up in the dealio if I can get my computer to work and things are freezing. Hold on. Hold, please. Here we go. <laughs> Check that, that out, cool. dude. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? <laughs> So that's the kind of stuff I like to find uh, <clears throat> at Comic-Con. So, you know, exclusives uh, come in all shapes and sizes at Comic-Con, but um, that one's pretty cool. Factory Entertainment, the one awesome thing, and actually I bought a couple things from them uh, uh, last year. Uh, the main, the one thing I want to get this year is, uh, I wish I had to buy a bottle opener from them because it's just cool. So check this out. Hold on. I'm going to slap this in here. You'll get a kick out of this one. Uh, last year, I bought a oh, Hand of the Queen one. This is <laughs> this is a Jurassic World Raptor Claw bottle opener. All right. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? Very much uh, so. Yeah, so that's, that's the deal there. Um, so there's giveaways. There's some It stuff. Uh, which I don't want to deal with because that's terrifying. Um, there was something else. Oh, yeah. These are cool. I actually got my wife. I know it's kind of hard to see, but I got my wife uh, the pack they had last year, which was actually a set of four um, wine stoppers. Um, and there were all there were four different houses. Um, so this is House Sigil Wine Stoppers. This is a, a set of two, which is pretty cool. But Factory Entertainment, we actually got a booth tour from them last year. Um, they had these plushies, or at least a version of these plushies last year as well. Um, they always do some really cool stuff. And this we talked about earlier in, earlier in the year, but this uh, keychain, Back to the Future, um, Time Circuit keychain. So the, that's a really cool company. They do a ton of ton of awesome stuff. So um, another reason for you to come down, my Absolutely. friend. Absolutely. Yeah. So. Next year. Next year. <laughs> All right. Next year's your year, man. All right. So quick news. Um, there's a lot of Comic-Con news. Um about who's what companies are coming, which are not coming, and that kind of thing. So Impractical Jokers is going to do their block party again in Petco uh, Park, which is awesome. We did not get to go last year, but I plan to go this year. Um, usually the Impractical Jokers show up. I've actually met all those guys before a few years ago. They're really cool. I listen to all their shows, and I just I love those guys. So definitely check that out. Yeah, they're, they're so super funny. Yeah, I met them, um, was it two years ago, uh, before they did their big block party. They like rented out... Um, uh, one of the restaurants there and we walked through and they did a bunch of stuff and we got a bunch of stuff signed from them and that was really really cool so so check that out um there's they're already wrapping um the trolleys and stuff uh family guy and a bunch of other things um they think there's going to be an online lottery system this year for autographs which i think is going to be considerably better um uh what was it last year? Will and I stood in line for I think almost four hours. 
and Holy smokes maybe maybe three hours three to four hours um all the way down to the marina finally got inside and by the time we got there we got uh a ticket to come back like five hours later for a signing for the timeless tv show which was cool i got to meet makai pfeiffer and it was like a really cool thing but you don't know what you're getting into so it, it they kind of experimented with it at WonderCon um, uh, a month or two two ago, and I think that they're going to roll it out this year. So that's the speculation. So I think that's going to be better. You can kind of put in for it, and you don't have to spend all day in line to hope to get what you want. Mm-hmm. You'll know ahead of time, which I think is super important. So here's what's not coming, which is sad. Nerd HQ is not returning to San Diego Comic-Con, which we spent several years at. They weren't there last year. Um, and I don't think they're going to come back is what I understand. Um, and that is, um, I want to say Zachary Levi's deal. Um, but it's not, is that the wrong guy? No, I think that's right. Um, let me open this up. Zachary Levi. Zachary Levi. Yeah. Um, and it's sad because, um, last year was kind of a surprise, like right before. And then I kind of knew he wasn't coming back this year, but I was hoping they were kind of like trying to figure out for next year, but I don't think they're coming back. Um, now a big, this just dropped today, HBO we'll be skipping San Diego Comic-Con as well, which means there won't be an offsite for Westworld or Game of Thrones, which has been at least a five or six hour wait to maybe get in wrapped around the block out in the gas lamp district, um, which is kind of crazy. So I don't know what, what offsites are going to take all of those lines away, but convention center is going to be crowded this year. I have a feeling, um, and what else do we got here? There was something else. Hold on, one more thing. Oh, Outlander. And Sci-Fi is skipping as well, which is a big deal because Sci-Fi usually takes over one of the restaurants down there. Um, and uh, Outlander usually walks around. I don't know if you've ever seen the show, but they walk around in kilts and bagpipes, and it's always a big thing. And they, it looks like they're skipping this year too. So I don't know, man. It's getting sad. I know what's going on down there. You think it's just too crowded at, at Southern, or do you think that booth, booth <laughs> I, space or the the cost to put some of these events on is just? I, I think it's a combination of things, man. I think um, with something like Outlander, you have to have a group of people that you hire for multiple days to wander around and promote your stuff. Um, same with sci-fi. They did a bunch of that stuff last year. Uh, I honestly don't know. I think, um, I think the other thing has to be is that it depends on what programming they have on those stations too coming up. Um, if they don't, if Outlander is not getting the ratings, maybe it's going to get canceled. I don't know. They're not going to promote it. I, you know what I mean? Like it's so many different, uh, a big combination of things, but also the crowds and the cost are, are gotta be the big one, you know? Well, hopefully, uh, when I come next year, <laughs> all yeah. this stuff will be when back. you come next year all the things will be back yeah right <laughs> <laughs> um all right so let's talk about what is coming and what is cool um there's going to be a ready party one party um and that's going to be the 18th which i believe is the wednesday um from eight to midnight it's 15 to 50 bucks and it's a basically a tribute to ready player one which i am excited about that's sounds pretty darn cool um, it's right in the heart of the gas lamp, um, at the flux nightclub, which is where we went last year to where geek and sundry and nerdist had, um, their crack and rum party, 
um, which is a pretty cool nightclub. So um, I might have to check that out. Walk the blue carpet via. Okay, all right, all right. This might be my jam. That might be my Wednesday night thing. I'm excited. <laughs> I feel like I'm talking to myself about this, but I'm excited. No, you're co- no, no. I, I enjoy <laughs> listening about it. Thinking, oh, I'm, I'm joking. It'd be fun to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, yeah, no. I'm um I'm really curious to see how this is going to work out. So next week I'm going to look into this because next week I'm going to come back and talk about that for sure because that's right. exciting. Plus, I'll, I'll be honest with you when you guys when you guys go mm-hmm. and you send stuff out when you tweet on things or i think <laughs> was it redna last year during the puck cantina oh yeah you know, periscoped it or you know whatever yeah you know, I, I tune into that stuff i, I live oh, vicariously through you while you're there so i love hearing about this stuff and then next year you won't have to you'll just be there so exactly exactly <laughs> and you'll be like i think you've had enough beer john yeah no. <laughs> i think you've had enough to drink john no that's not a thing john it's not a thing <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough beer. It's only enough beer. Okay, so I'll tell you what. Last year, I had enough beer when uh, it was. We had a show, and this year we're not doing it. We were going to shows every single night. You know, it was Kevin Smith. It was this. It was that. And then um, what was it? The Fat Man on Batman show. The last night was Saturday night or whatever. And I just, I was done. I I was asleep halfway through. I just couldn't do it. And that was not only too much beer, but just a long week. But sure. Um, so it looks like the Goldbergs, which I don't, did you watch that show? I love that show. No. Okay. Nope. So it's an amazing show. It's great. Um, but it looks like they're coming to San Diego Comic-Con this year. So I'm excited to see that. Uh, I don't know what way, shape or form. If they're doing a panel, if they're doing an offsite, I don't know yet, but um, I'm stoked about it. So here we are. That's it, my friend. All right. Anything else you want to add, buddy? I appreciate you uh, joining me tonight. No, man. I kept, I, I, I kept I, you longer than I promised. No, I, I, I don't care. It's all good, man. It's it's twelve forty four a.m. <laughs> I was gonna say it's it's twelve. It's almost ten o'clock my time. I know it's hella late for you. No, it's all right. Good. So let's. I'm having, I, I'm having a good time. This is this is better than sleeping anyway. So. Oh, this is great, man. And we'll have to figure out when we're gonna do it next week, dude. Because like I said, Will's gone for a bit. So um, I appreciate you uh, you being here, my friend. Oh, so well, thanks for having me. All right, so thanks for tuning in to The Usual Podcast. If you have comments or questions, you can find us at theusualpodcast.com. Email us at theusualpodcast at gmail.com. And we're on Facebook, Google+, Pinterest, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. I am at Darth Pops on Twitter. And John is either at I am not Will Griggs or John R. Skeen. <laughs> we're on iTunes, situated Google Play. So uh, find us, share us, and like us, and tell your friends. Um, you can support the show either uh, audibletrial.com slash usualpodcast. Uh, by merch, teespring.com slash store slash usual podcast. And of course, the best way to support us is patreon.com slash the usual podcast. And we thank everybody who does that. Um, I apologize this summer. Um, we won't have as many uh, things coming out to you, but I will do my darndest because I'm I'm solo running this bad boy. <laughs> so uh, anything else, my friend? Uh, other than that, uh, I think everybody should uh, definitely have a fun. Oh, by the gods, have a fun. And we'll see you all next week. See you later, everybody. <laughs> all right, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, man. I really appreciate you. Oh, no problem, man. This is great. I had a, I had a good time doing this.